Hey, what's up, coaches? I want to welcome you guys to the podcast yet again. We are two episodes old at this point. I really hope episode one, where we talked about teamwork, was a great help to you and your ministry and your leadership to kind of go back and, and, and explain what this entire thing is designed to do. John and I really want to like laser in on something that matters to us as ministry leaders. Take that that concept and analyze it in about 20 to 30 minutes and really talk about, man, what does that mean to us and how can we put steps in place and how can we put that thing to action to help develop our people um, and to uh, really do excellent ministry. And I hope that this podcast is going to help all of us grow personally and spiritually in our ministries and our areas of operation. So he and I are really excited about it. I get to join you guys yet again for another episode. So last week, we kicked off this entire thing talking about teamwork. And teamwork looks a little bit different now that we're uh, physically distanced from each other. And there's not a lot of ministry to do like maybe we typically would on a Sunday. But we talked about that. That doesn't really mean that we can't invest in our folks right now. We thought, hey, let's borrow from our life group leaders and really talk about what it looks like to have connection, community, and care for our folks. And I think that's going to be a great way for us to be able to develop our teams right now and to create a sense of teamwork. And today's episode is going to build on top of that. It's kind of, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to have a have teamwork if you don't have a team. Uh, and it's hard to do ministry without that team. So it was very important that we spent a minute talking about what it looks like to make a really sticky team. And that leads us into episode two, which is simplicity. It's all about simplicity, how to make life simple, right? And like I said, each one of these episodes is going to really teach us how to take ownership in our teams. And that's kind of, you know, the the thread that we're working with right now. Um, but once we've got our teams and once we've got great cohesive teamwork, we need to make life simple on ourselves and our folks. And that's going to really increase our chance to be successful in our, our area of operation and the type of ministry that we're doing. So today is all about simplicity. Yet again, I'd love to go to the Bible and show you guys something that I'm really nerding out over. And I hope that it maybe puts a little bit of biblical context around what it looks like, um, to take things that are confusing or out of order and create order. Uh, and I think we'll find once we have order that we can have life. And so I'm going to take us literally to the first two verses of our entire Bible. We're going to go to Genesis 1 and 2 for a moment. And imagine this. You know, our Bible is opening up with this this world that's been formed and it's dark and there's water everywhere and nothing's going right and nothing's like existing. It's not how we see life as we know it. So this is how the first two verses read. I'm in the new century version. It says in the beginning, God created the sky and the earth. The earth was empty and had no form. Darkness covered the ocean and God's spirit was moving over the water. So after God creates all matter, you know, his initial actions, let me just like get to step one and get to an earth and a sky. And we notice that it doesn't look the way that you and I experience it today. It says that darkness covered the ocean, uh, but God's spirit was moving over the water. And when you and I read the Bible, sometimes we can't really 
enjoy and appreciate and understand things that maybe our Jewish brothers and sisters understand uh, in their language in Hebrew whenever they're reading. And there's a really cool turn of phrase, and I've taught a little bit on this, pastors taught on this recently. Um, it's the phrase, tohu wabohu. Uh, and that's the turn of phrase for what we know in, in English as empty and had no form, right? So verse 2 says the earth was empty and had no form. So it would be like a little rhyming phrase uh, that we would read in Hebrew. Um, but the interesting thing about that is is that tohu also shows up in our Bible a little later down the line is not just something being empty, but it means confusion. Uh, I'll give you an example. It's in Job twelve twenty four. Uh, he says, uh, uh, he takes, uh, he's talking about God. He takes understanding away from the leaders of the earth and makes them wander through a pathless desert. And the wander through a pathless desert is the word tohu. Uh, it pops up again. And, you know, notice here, uh, we're talking about understanding away from a leader. Um, so we're talking about a, a cognitive way to think about things. So when we see something like wander through a pathless desert, um, it's probably a lot more figurative and metaphorical and, you know, giving us a little bit of, like, wisdom poetry to uh, really, like, make the synapses in our brains light up. Um, but we can see that, like, it has a little bit less to do with the actual physical desert other than when I don't have understanding, you know, I'm confused. I'm empty. And to revisit Genesis, the interesting thing here is the Bible opens up with an empty world that has no life, and then a world that has no form. And God's going to address each of them in a matter of three days, thus wrapping up completion on day seven. But whenever we God attacks this plan, he's going to create a place for life to exist first. So he's going to create, you know, uh, he's going to pull mountains out of the sea. You know, he's going to arrange time and stuff like that. And then life can exist. And so... We're at the point in this podcast right now where it goes, well, hey, what does this have to do about simplicity? And it is this. Think about what I'm about to say. Intelligence and life do not exist when things are in a state of chaos or confusion. Intelligence and life do not exist when things are in a state of chaos and confusion. See, for God to be able to create life, he had to create order. He had to order our cosmos. He had to order our earth. He had to order, um, you know, the the kingdoms of animals and the flora and the fauna and time and uh, seasons. And God had to create order for life to exist. And, and I'm really doing a little bit of a wordplay here, too, because if we're looking at the idea of God creating removing chaos and, and and think of chaos really, like I said, as confusion. If God's removing a confused world and he creates order out of it, then life exists. And so what I want us to think about today is as leaders, I think there are things we can put in practice that, that help remove confusion um, with the processes that we do on a Sunday, the things we do Monday through Saturday, really just things that make life simple for our team members because if if let's 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 face it uh, everything we do comes with inherent 
complexities, right? I couldn't, and I'm just going off the cuff right now, nothing in notes. You know, I, I could ask you, hey, meet me, you know, at Blaney on a Sunday. We're going to do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. You know, if it there's an inherent room there that we're going to make an error because the tasks that we do sometimes can be complex. There's certain times we have to be, we have to wear certain things, we have to do things a certain way, um, you know, to prevent uh, like an error or not doing something right. You know, and something we can do as leaders is, man, how can we remove a lot of that stuff and just make life simple? Let's make the things we do simple. Let's make the things we, how we communicate simple. Heck, let's make life simple on ourselves and put some processes in place that are going to help us succeed uh, without really having to get into the weeds on things. So there are three things I want to talk about today that I think are going to help us think about the idea of simple. So number one is this. And you've heard Pastor Brandon say this, and this is something that I really hope drills into your head as a coach because I think it's going to really help you uh, in your ministry area, and, and especially when you think about um, just human behavior and social science is consistency builds comfort. Number one, consistency builds comfort, right? So think about a lot of the things that we do as coaches and leaders, right? We we communicate with our team we serve with our team um there are a lot of ways that we engage and interact with our team members and to create um you know comfort in our team members uh we need to do things on a consistent basis a consistent way so for example and yet again throw all this out the window right now due to the um era that we're living in in the covid era um but that's why john and i really find it important that hey let's let's kick out coaches notes in the middle of the week every week um it lets you guys know what's going on it lets you see other ministry areas because we want you to see what other ministry areas are doing because we're one giant team on sunday um it's why we have coaches meetings on the last monday of every month is hey if let's make this really simple and really predictable so it removes a little bit of the and i'm going to use the word stress out of being a leader and and when you hear that i don't want you to think like Maybe the stress you see when you know you feel whenever you get a bill, or maybe the stress that you encounter, uh, you know, during um, getting ready for a doctor's appointment or anything like that. Um, but think of stress as just like just anxiety that you get. So at this rate, you're thinking like, well, heck, what does this mean uh, to me? And you know, one thing I would propose to you is this. Um, Take time to really set some sort of like cadence and timeline and rhythm um, to things that reoccur on your team. So say, for instance, now is a great time to put in place, hey, guys, we're going to have a Zoom meeting once a month. It's going to be at this time on this date. Or uh, we're going to have a live meeting once we begin resuming again on this time and this date every month. Or um, there's going to be a new devotion we're going to post at this time on this date. Like, notice the theme there is really drilling down something that's consistent each and every week. And, man, we can take that to Sunday as well. Um, Check-ins being at a certain time, you know, where our team's going to arrive and we're going to do things. We're going to set stuff up a certain way, um, you know, each and every week. And we're going to do it uh, the same way unless, you know, we're going to try something different and experiment, whatever. Um, Just really have consistent um, processes are really going to help folks 
buy into what we're doing a little bit easier. They're going to they're gonna get behind not only the vision of the church, but maybe the vision that you have for your team uh, is really going to make life easier. And yet again, I know we're talking about making life simple on ourselves too, and, and I don't want to move on too quick. One thing that really um, I think of a lot, and I would really encourage you to, to think about as well, is is hey, what as we're talking about like the idea of rhythms, is there anything, you know, as a leader that reoccurs for me that maybe I could automate some some kind of way? What I mean by automate is, you know, set up some sort of process to where, you know, some computer application or, you know, a, a reminder on your phone or, you know, something, um, or schedule a post maybe in your in a Facebook group. Like, what could you do ahead of time? And have it repeat on a schedule to where you don't manually have to do that again. So for me, um, you know, a couple things to kind of talk about is, um, so I have a uh, an app now that if anybody wants to schedule a meeting with me, man, they just click one link and it lets them see all these meeting times. So that's a way to automate uh, an appointment without me having to go back and forth on a bunch of times. Hey, here's my calendar, pick a time, you know. Um, Maybe another thing is something that we do corporately is, you know, whenever we're building the ways that we promote things and we talk about things and we want to get, you know, what God's doing here in front of people, we may set an entire week's, you know, social media calendar to where those posts are being automated, which is why you see them come out like crisp at 7 p.m. on the dot or whatever. Um, So, and I know those are two examples that are really far on the spectrum, but like what are things that maybe in your life that you could actually automate? Um, even if it's sending reminders to your people or calendar requests or anything, like what what types of things can you send out that are automated to where it takes the manual, um, the, the time it takes to do it manually, the energy it takes to do it manually, um, but makes life simple for you. So number one, uh, we, we talked about is consistency builds comfort. Number two, and this is the, you know, it's kind of like a sandwich. This is this is the larger part of this entire thing, is uh, creating simple systems and processes. Right. Um, let me define what a system is first, and then we'll kind of look at processes. A system is a collection of processes and people and equipment and technology and digital and physical infrastructure um, that complete a task or achieve a purpose, right? And a process just is that linear flow of what it takes to complete that task. Um, So, you know, we have some systems in our life that are as simple as Hey, I get up and I brush my teeth after breakfast the same time every day, right? It involves me, a toothbrush, and the same time. Or, you know, there's systems that are things like, uh, you know, uh, just an example off the top of our head, our, uh, our guest system. You know, we honor first-time guests a certain way. Certain texts go out. Certain emails go out. They engage with certain people. They touch certain collaterals like a Connect card. Um, so there are things that are, like, baked into this thing that makes it a cake right and that's our system and our processes are just how we get to that point um so i want to tell you uh that there uh do you know well let me ask you this do you know what the best system in the entire world is and i heard a pastor say this one time it is the one that works 
right? The best system in the world is the one that works. And things don't work when they're not simple. So as a coach, whenever you're, you're creating systems for your teams, we've got to make sure they're simple, right? And they're, and they're things that make sense to our folks. And I'm going to give you some examples because I want you to understand what I'm talking about. Let's talk about the system of maybe scheduling, right? So as coaches, we need to adopt, and you guys have done a great job of this, and, and this needs to be the standard going forward, of using Planning Center to schedule our teams. So maybe your system is, hey, I'm going to send out a month of scheduling opportunities or serving opportunities in advance on a certain day, right? So that's when you go to your team and go, hey, guys, super simple. Um, on the last Monday of every month, you're going to receive the entire next month's worth of opportunities. Just, you know, uh, click confirm or deny what you're able to serve, uh, and we'll just build a schedule around that. Um, that's a system. That's a people. That's your people, uh, a process, a computer program, um, and it completes a task. So uh, those are the type of systems that you use as a coach. When you gather, how you gather, where your stuff is stored. How is it labeled? How do people even know what it is? How do people know how to use it? What happens when this happens? Well, what happens when that happens? Those are systems um, that we put in place. And some of those systems are as simple as, you know, hey, guys, I'm bringing breakfast every morning. It's on me. Don't worry about it. Um, or they can be as complex as, hey, what do we do when we have a kid and radiate kids who's got a food allergy and they're also allergic to, you know, I don't know, some sort of cotton or something like that. And, you know, maybe they grab some other kid's sippy cup. I mean, we're talking about a complex system of like, wow, what the heck do we do right now with this? You know, and and, and we need to get those things on paper and we need to train our team members on those um, because they're they're only going to help us succeed uh, in the long run. And, you know, sometimes simplicity is refining those things that we're actually asking our, th- our teams to do and just really drilling it down to, hey, Let's simplify what we really need to be accomplishing in the in, in the least amount of steps, uh, without losing the integrity of whatever the thing is that we're we're trying to achieve, we're trying to do. Um, and there's a great there's great ways to to build systems. And I want to take a minute to lay this out because this is important for everybody. You need to hear this. Um, and I'm going to help help you think about how you get those things on paper and how you develop them, and how. Uh, not only John and I, but you know um, uh, Chris Evans. He's he's been brought on to do some systems administrative, excuse me, system administrative things at, at a, um, you know, like a like a volunteer admin role. Um, and, and so I want to frame this out to you really quick. Now is a great time to start to think. Hey, what things do we need to start doing as a team? What things do we need to stop doing as a team? And what things do we just want to keep? Because, man, it just makes our team our team, right? I want you to think about those things. And then I want you to involve your other team members and ask them, hey, guys, does it make sense, right, that we do this this way? Does it make sense to you? Could we do it a simpler way? Um, am I over-clouding or over-complicating the way that we do, you know, whatever the, the task is or whatever? Hey, are there too many steps in this process? Is there any way that we could likely you know, clean this thing up a little bit? Um, then once you've kind of got that data of, you know, hey, we, we do need to have a, a, a system in place for what we do for this emergency and what we do when five people come to church or 5,000 people come to church. 
Um, once you kind of have that that idea down, I really want you to, to start working with Coach Evans. He is a whiz at all things systems and processes. He's helping yours truly get a lot done. Um, and it's really he is he is phenomenal at taking your brainstorming and your content and creating a way for you to get it in front of your team to get it on paper get it in front of your team and to train them and he is he he is in the role he's in right now to come alongside all of us and really help us um, be successful and creating simple systems that work and processes that make sense to our people. Um, and, and I can tell you, so one of the first things he and I did whenever we, we sat down and said, hey, let's talk about what we what these things need to look like. You know, we, we wrote out a couple core values, and, and this is coming straight from him. His first thing he said is everything has to be simple. So um, if it's not on paper, it doesn't matter, right? And if we're not training our people on it, it doesn't matter. Um, so those things just don't matter. Uh, but he's brought on to really help us in that. So this is the point where, like, I need you to stop and reach out to him so we get these things on paper and we get our teams coached up. Man, that was a lot for point two, creating simple systems and processes. Like, right? I know it sounds like a lot of boring nerd talk, but, man, this is what – this our organization will rise and fall on this. Um, so we need to be ready for what God's sending, and we really need to uh, to honor that. And, uh, and do a great job. So uh, number one was consistency is going to build comfort. Be consistent and simple the way you tackle things uh, and do it on the same rhythm and cadence. Number two, uh, create simple system and processes that are going to help your team know what the heck's going on and how they can succeed and win and remove risk and error. And um, then last thing, uh, number three, is ask questions ask questions. So this is a little multifold, right? So like I said, as leaders, one of our jobs is to like take all these inherent complexities of the things that we do in our ministry areas and make them simple for our team members, right? So in case in point, if we're going to do some sort of outreach, you know, we're going to have a big brainstorming session, you know, as a staff, but by the time it gets to you as a coach, hey, we've got to drill down, you know, what we think is important to you and how you can help make it successful and you can pass that along to your team, right? So um, everything comes with very inherent complexity that we have to simplify. So one thing that you can always do is, hey, ask yourself, what is the goal or purpose behind what we're doing, right? And, 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 does that help us stay in line with the vision of Radiate Church and the culture that we're that we're running with as a church, right? Ask the questions, hey, is there a simpler way that we can achieve the exact same culture and we can um, chase after uh, to arrive at the exact same vision and allow your folks the permission to do the exact same thing? What I mean by that is evaluation is the best way to determine if there's unnecessary steps or procedures or whatever we're doing that we need to scrap uh, and just trim some fat and lead in a much more simple fashion. Take the time to ask yourself, hey, like it, when, if I'm going to send something over to you, some sort of initiative that we're going to do, like this this you know fictitious outreach I just mentioned, you know, you, you don't want to see all my planning you know, work and my chicken scratch notes that I have, like it needs to 
makes sense to you, you need to understand why we're doing it and go, well, yeah, you know, it sounds pretty simple. It sounds like we're, you know, uh, achieving part of the the method that we're going to achieve our vision. It sounds like we're changing the world with this fictitious outreach. And, you know, PT's only asking me to do three things. Hey, arrive, you know, bring some gloves and, and a mask and help take boxes of food and put them in people's car, you know. Um, that's taking an outreach and making it simple in three steps. And ask yourself, hey, am I overcomplicating things for myself and my team? Am I um, adding unnecessary steps? Am I asking too, too much um, out of certain roles at certain times doing certain tasks? Um, and allow your folks to answer some of those questions. You know, there's nothing better than going, hey, guys, what's working right now? Like, what, what, what is working for us? Okay, meeting at this time, kicking off with a prayer, everybody getting their, you know, their radio or, you know, getting their their badge and lanyard and whatever. And, and, and maybe it's like you're going to find out in that process, hey, some things aren't working. Hey, maybe there's a reason why turnouts are low for certain things. Man, we need to check a different time. Or, man, hey, we need to send a couple more reminders to folks ahead of time. Is that something we can automate? So ask those questions. Allow your folks to ask them, and everybody take the time to answer them. So, uh, like like I said, today is all about how do how, how the heck do we make team life simple and the things that we do simple. And it's about the fact that consistency builds comfort. We create simple systems and processes. And lastly, ask questions. You ask them. Your folks ask them. Take the time to evaluate and answer them. Listen, I love you guys. I believe in you. You're doing fantastic. I cannot wait till we can meet again in person. I think it's very soon. Um, so be praying about what God wants to do through you and through your team um, and how we can create uh, just uh, an insane impact. He gets the glory. People draw closer to him, and uh, and life is good at Radiate Church. But listen, take the time to build winning teams this season and take the times to simplify life in your team, your systems, your processes, and reach out to Coach Evans if you need to get those things on paper and train your folks. He's a whiz. Listen, I love you. I'll see you next episode. Uh, actually, I think we're actually I think Johnny's got next episode, so I'm excited to hear from him, uh, and he's going to be able to speak into our leadership. Guys, have a great one, and we'll see you next week.